Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Introduction to the Devout Life by St. Francis de Sales. Book 1, Chapter 17, Ninth Meditation on the Choice Upon. Book 1, Chapter 17, Ninth Meditation on the Choice Before You Between Heaven and Hell. Part 1 Preparation. First, place yourself in the presence of God. Second, humble yourself before him and ask his inspiration. Part two, considerations. First, imagine yourself alone with your good angel in an open plain, as was Tobit on his way to Rajas. Suppose the angel to set before you paradise full of delights and joys, and on the other hand, hell with all its torments. Contemplate both kneeling in imagination before your guardian angel. Consider that you are most truly standing between heaven and hell, and that both the one and the other are open to receive you according to your own choice. Second, consider that the choice you make in this life will last forever in the next. Third, consider too that while both are open to receive you according to your choice, yet God, who is prepared to give the one by reason of his justice, the other by reason of his mercy, all the while desires unspeakably that you should elect paradise. And your good angel is urging you with all his might to do so, offering you countless graces on God's part, countless helps to attain to it. Fourth, consider that Jesus Christ, enthroned in heaven, looks down upon you in loving invitation. O beloved one, come unto me and rejoice forever in the eternal blessedness of my love. Behold his mother, yearning over you with maternal tenderness. Courage, my child. Do not despise the goodness of my son or my earnest prayers for your salvation. Behold the saints who have left you their example, the millions of holy souls who long after you, desiring earnestly that you may one day be forever joined to them in their song of praise urging upon you that the road to heaven is not so hard to find as the world would have you think. Press on boldly, dear friend, they cry. Whoever will ponder well the path by which we came here will discover that we attained to these present delights by sweeter joys than any this world can give. The Choice, Part 3. O hell, I abhor thee now and forever. 
I abhor thy griefs and torments, thy endless misery, the unceasing blasphemies and maledictions which thou pourest out upon my God. In turning to thee, O blessed paradise, eternal glory, unfading happiness, I choose thee forever as my abode, thy glorious mansions, thy precious and abiding tabernacles, O my God. I bless thy mercy, which gives me the power to choose. O Jesus, Savior, I accept thine eternal love and praise thee for the promise thou hast given me of a place prepared for me in that blessed new Jerusalem, where I shall love and bless thee forever. Dwell lovingly upon the example set before you by the Blessed Virgin and the saints and strive to follow where they point you. Give yourself to your guardian angel. He may be your guide. And gird up your courage anew to make this choice. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, mirror of the divine life, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Spirit. Amen. Why does St. Francis de Sales in this ninth meditation, the ninth of ten, suddenly switch up the method a little bit? Or why does this at least not neatly fit in to the exact pattern he's given us before? Okay, he's given us here the preparation. That's normal. Although he adds a little wrinkle talking about humbling yourself. Then he has the considerations. Again, this is pretty normal. Although he adds more imagination aspects to the considerations than in other places. Sometimes he puts more of the imagination, the preparation, but here he puts it in the considerations. But then instead of affections and resolutions, what does he put? The choice. Now, the first thing to take away from this shifting is that a method of praying is just that. It's a method. Prayer is a living relationship with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Prayer is lifting our minds and our hearts to God. Prayer is asking good things from God. And this living relationship with the Lord cannot be purely and simply put into a formula. And our meditation, our prayer, should not be thought of as having to conform to a formula. If God wants to draw us to himself in a way that he thinks best, we have to give ourselves to that. And we should certainly not 
stop the Lord from communicating something to us just because it seems to be against the method. No, pray as you can, not as you can't. And it's a relationship. So we're following his lead. So this changing up slightly of the method should first of all remind us of that truth. That prayer is what we're aiming at. Communion with God is what we're aiming at. Growing our living relationship with God is what we're aiming at, not simply following a method. The method is a means, not the end. A method is of great help, but the method itself is only a help. It can't be set up as an end in itself. Okay, now the second thing is that this ninth meditation is combining the affections and the resolutions into a choice. And that the choice is so momentous that you don't really need another resolution. This is not aiming at anything specific in your life, anything small. It's aiming at something all-embracing. It's aiming at you choosing heaven over hell. Now, there is a slight aspect of resolution, as he says here, the end, give yourself up to your guardian angel. Dwell on the saints. Gird up your courage. Okay, these are ways to make this choice firm and concrete. We want to inspire ourselves by the example of the saints. We want the help of our guardian angel. We want the Blessed Virgin Mary to assist us. We have to strive, we have to make some effort. What this ninth meditation is leading us towards is a choice. A choice with our will. But our will is greatly dependent, not only on our intellect for considering things, but also the imagination, which can move our emotions, our passions. And if our emotions and our passions are going in a certain direction, if we have desires within us, this can aid the will in making a more firm choice. Our whole effective life can be going in one direction. Now, it doesn't always happen that way. Sometimes our emotions are going in one direction. We have to make a choice anyways. And that's very difficult. But St. Francis de Sales is leading us towards this choice. He's trying to stir up our imagination, even our emotions, to assist us in this great task of turning our life totally to God and turning away from sin. If we do that, we will turn from hell and turn to heaven. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.